0: On this week's episode, we talk to Brandy Whalen, and she is an ambitious leader, excited by new challenges and opportunities. And she ran a sales team of five right after graduating from University of Iowa. That's Iowa, not Idaho. We joked about that, too. And she was the first in her family to attend college. Her entrepreneurial spirit has led her to found several companies, including her own PR agency, Whalen Media. She is also the mother of three boys and prides herself on raising emotionally intelligent young people. Brandy is a firm believer in having a strong personal narrative. That's what inspired her to create Kitcaster, a unique agency with a singular focus, podcasts. Podcasts have become so much more than just an entertainment medium. To Brandy, they're a critical component of any PR campaign. Startup founders, entrepreneurs, C-suite executives... These are the movers and shakers whose stories KitCaster helps to share. Storytelling is a powerful marketing tool and KitCaster seeks to leverage that among its diverse clientele. You are in for a treat. If you are ever looking to become a podcaster or be on somebody else's podcast, this is the episode for you. But first, I got to tell you about who is sponsoring us today. So... It is called Raise. You can buy gift cards for yourself and save every day. You buy discounted gift cards and save up to 30% off of thousands of different gift cards from your favorite stores, and you can earn cash back. You buy gift cards at face value and then get up to 10% back in Raise cash to spend on future purchases. If you go to Peppershock.com slash offers, you can use my code and you will receive off your first gift card that you buy at a discount. It is phenomenal how this works. So go to Peppershock.com offers and get yourself a raise. Go use the Raise app for that. All right. And now it's time for our Marketing Essentials moment, the basics that you need to help you build your brand and your bottom line. And I promised you that this would be the episode for you if you are interested in becoming a podcaster or if you want to be an interviewee on a podcast show. So Brandy's going to share all about getting on and booked on other podcasts and how you can leverage your story and telling the story. I wanted to share in our marketing essential moment, if you are interested in actually starting your own podcast at some point, I mean, it's always so good to be on other people's podcasts, to understand how it works, what you can do, how you can leverage it. And then if you want to start your own podcast, that's what I am here for. We can help you do that. And you can go to Potterific.com, Potterific.com, and we can help you understand the importance and the benefits and the values of having a podcast. You know, you've always wanted to maybe do this. Maybe you've had it in the back of your mind and you've seen the benefits of podcasting that could bring to your personal brand or your business. And you want to know how to get started. First things first we will help you through that. We'll help you through understanding all the things that you need in order to help you increase your traffic to your business, build more personal relationships with your current customers and new ones. We can help you with improving your public speaking skills, right? (laughs) Easy for me to say. You can help facilitate networking, community building, and really establishing yourself as a thought leader in your industry. And that is why podcasting is so important and why I wanted Brandy uh, to talk about what it means to be on a podcast. And then at some point, if you want, we can help you create your own. And right now, oh gosh, there's so many statistics flying around, but you know what? 51% of the U.S. population has listened to podcasts, right? And 32% listen to podcasts monthly and generally 25 to 34 year olds are often most likely the ones who are listening to podcasts, but that's ever evolving and growing since the pandemic. And 80% of listeners listen to the entire podcast. You may not listen to it all at once because you can pause it. You can listen to it when you're ready to go. Maybe you're commuting. Maybe you're working out. Maybe you're cleaning the house. Whatever the case might be, it is definitely here to stay. And podcasters, the users listen to an average of seven new podcasts a week this could be yours. 92% of the listeners are active on other social media websites compared to 84% of the population. So if you are ready to get started on creating your own podcast, or you want to be on other people's podcasts, stay tuned and we can help you out with that. Go to Potterific.com and we can fill out the form, give you some information. We'll work with you and decide if we can help you with your new podcast. All right. But if you want to be on other people's podcasts, this is the episode for you. Let's take a listen to what Brandy has to say for you. Lots of good stuff. So tune in, and here we go.
1: Welcome to Peppershock Media's Marketing Expedition Podcast, keeping you up to date with the latest in marketing and advertising. Now, here's your host, Ray Allen.
0: Welcome to the Marketing Expedition Podcast. I'm your host, Ray Allen. I'm the co-founder of PepperShock Media and the founder of the Marketing Expedition community. And with me today, I have Brandy Whalen. Nice to meet you, Brandy. Did I say your last name right? I forgot You sure add. did. No, Not no, no. Okay. You, you did. Yeah. <laughs> Wayland, just, yes, very good. It's good to meet you, Ray. Yeah, you Hi. too. So so, Brandy, we came together. Thank you for reaching out and and getting on the podcast. But today we want to talk about podcasts podcasting about podcasting, right? That's what you do. So Brittany, share a little bit more about kind of why you started this company and what you're doing and how you're helping people.
1: Yeah, thanks, Ray. I've always been interested in
0: stories, whether I'm reading a story,
1: watching a story, listening to a story. And the, the power behind narratives is something that I've always been interested in. I come from the world of public relations, very traditional, writing press releases, uh, case studies, connecting with journalists and getting, getting clients placed in that way. And I started to incorporate podcasts into overall PR campaigns and just seeing my clients light up after going on a podcast when they actually got to dive deep into their personal journey how their personal story influenced what they're doing today. Mm -hmm. And I just thought there's something there and I wanted to go all in on podcasts. So we started the company two years ago, Kitcaster, and we book founders, C-suite executives on podcasts.
0: I love it. I love it, and I've had a few come my way too. So that's awesome. I I love it when I get to interview people that you know authentically want to share their story, and it's not all about pitching something or promoting something like we talked about earlier and and before we started recording. But you're right. It's it's more about having an interesting story to tell. And yeah, sure, along the way there might be some things that come up that you do that you can help people. But I I like it when it's more of that authentic, candid, genuine story to tell for sure. Speaking of stories though, I want to hear your story. I want to, I'm going to flip it on you. I want to know a little bit more about you and, and you said you started off in PR, but let's go a little bit back further. You, you went to college and then just tell me, kind of walk me through the process and kind of who you are. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Well, I grew up in Iowa. So I lived on a turkey farm.
1: We had 30,000 turkeys. Oh, wow. And after I didn't move far from home, I went to University of Iowa and then decided I would got married just my senior year of college, actually. And my husband and I decided to move to Denver, Colorado. And this is where we decided to, to lay our roots and i worked for a company uh, out of college that we we worked with blueprints we printed stored it was it was actually kind of a cool technology at the time um it's it's kind of laughable now but being able to store digitally Blueprints was a big deal, right? And so we worked with architects, engineering firms. So I did sales, and then I led a sales team, and then I started having children,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: decided to go back to graduate school for geographic information systems.
0: Because you just needed more to do with your life and more yeah. more things to put on your plate. I love it. Was <laughs> so constantly looking for a challenge.
1: Yeah. yeah. So I I did that for for a bit, and then um, took a break from work altogether after I had my third son oh yeah and then it got involved with the kids school and had a mom that was at the school that had a pr firm and and asked if i would join her and and work for her and i hadn't ever even considered pr but mm-hmm. as a as a career journey it it kind of tapped into all my skill sets loved it and then, kind of broke off. Um, she started feeding me clients that were just not quite big enough for her to take on. So she was like, "Here you go, start your own, start your own um, boutique agency." So I did, and so I had Wayland Media for six years, and then rolled it into Kitcaster.
0: Kitcaster, I love the name. That's that's clever. It's very clever. <laughs> yes, yeah, so my co-founder actually came up with that.
1: He, um, he is great at at naming and branding and all that
0: good stuff. Cool. And now you've been in business for a couple of years. Tell me about some of the the stories, uh, kind of some success stories of people that you've served, how you served them. I mean, you're welcome to use names or not. It's up to you. But I just am curious, like, tell me something that happened that was like, awesome. We've had a lot of awesome things
1: happen. As you know, from hosting a podcast, you have some really great conversations. We've had people that have connected with a host and been asked for to co-brand a white paper being asked to speaking engagements. We've had quite a few of our clients who have raised big VC money from people listening to a podcast that they're on because nice. it, this is said often in the VC world, but they invest in the founders, not necessarily the product. So podcasts being the perfect medium to show who you are.
0: Yeah, I love That's that. Yeah. yeah, venture capital money can come from any anywhere, anyhow, any place and you're right. Podcasts can certainly showcase the story of a of a founder and and not just necessarily the product. So, or service for that matter, too. Yeah, I like that. Huh. Yeah, it, it was
1: it's really interesting to hear we actually have a client that has a pretty large team I think they have about 150 employees and of course the CEO he doesn't know all of the employees Mm -hmm. and so he's gone on 20 podcasts now and they as part of kind of their retention efforts Mm -hmm. they send the podcast recordings out to everyone and Uh they have gotten so much positive feedback from their their team just saying like hey I didn't even know that about our CEO. That's so incredible. And have it a better understanding of his leadership strategy and why he does the things that he does. So there are so many different ways in which our clients have leveraged the their pod. We call them podcast tours. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so many different ways. And even recruiting people will listen to the leaders of companies on podcasts and then reach out to them. They have a a particular skill set that they think would be useful within their organization. So lots of different applications.
0: Yeah, no, I could see how that could really benefit. And plus if you are somebody who's trying to get on somebody else's podcast too, it's helpful to have somebody with a reputation to then, you know, send a recommendation for somebody to be on the show. Like I know sometimes that happens where maybe I would Maybe I've overlooked somebody to say, oh, I don't know if they would be a great fit or maybe, they, you know, I don't know if I would want to interview them kind of thing. But then when it comes from somebody reputable, you know, that's a booking agency, it's kind of like, oh, well, uh, maybe I should look at them or maybe they would be a good interview. Maybe they've had some coaching. Maybe they can, you know, <laughs> be a good interview after all, you know, so it does it does kind of legitimize um, the, you know, the journey that they're going on in order to get on some good podcasts for sure. Yeah, I, I think that there's absolutely something to that, and
1: also just knowing what podcast hosts want. Mm-hmm. I always tell our team that we're not we're not pitching a product or a service. We are pitching a conversation. Mm-hmm. We're trying to sell a conversation, so what is going to be interesting to the podcast host is what a guest is going to bring to that conversation. Mm-hmm. Something different, maybe a a different approach a different set of expertise that they've never they've never really experienced before you know it's not it's not coming on the show and and pitching your product or service it's it's really just about coming in and and demonstrating your expertise
0: yeah. And usually podcast hosts will give them an opportunity to give some link to something or promote something or whatever. But yeah, I mean for me I like to to dig in and understand the journeys cuz I want my audience to appreciate what we're doing and and talking about. You know, I want the audience to make sure that they feel like it's worth their time to take a listen, you know, and and so yeah, it's always important to yeah, talk about the story and the journey, not necessarily be like not always be selling ABC, always be selling, you know, <laughs> it doesn't work so well in the yeah. podcast space. Doesn't Right. It? Right. Always be closing. I guess that's what that stands for. Yeah. But you're right. And, and so I want to know from, from your perspective, you know, when you work with with your entrepreneurs or executives, you know, what are some of the things that you give them tips on when, you know, they're looking to be on a podcast? Like, what kind of, you know, guidance do you give them? I mean, I don't want you to give away the farm. Obviously, people pay you to do this, but just give it a little taste of some of the things that you tell them that they can, you know, use to help them be better interviewees on a podcast. We actually, we
1: do a session called StoryCraft, where
0: we really help
1: hone into what is what is what is the what is their personal story? What is it that has put them in the place for what they're doing today? You know, we actually did a, a workshop yesterday, and Dem- we were involved with Denver Startup Week, so we kind oh, of helped people develop their narrative so talking about I mean some fun questions just to get kind of get people warmed up and thinking but it's like how do you tell people the year that you graduated high school without telling them the year you graduated from high school
0: oh yeah, yeah.
1: some I, of the things that were thrown out there were like iPhone yeah. tone, Kurt yeah. Cobain so <laughs> yeah. oh my goodness so true huh yeah but it and that's piece that piece is like that makes you connect with somebody else right like you're like oh my gosh I loved Kurt Cobain or mm-hmm. yes I remember dial tones
0: absolutely like my kids will never know what that those are um, oh yeah so- new kids on the block apparently is going on concert my husband just told me that and he said that they're coming to our town and I'm like new kids on the block oh my gosh
1: <laughs> no,
0: so like yeah, those yeah. are like
1: shared experiences like I don't like Donnie that was, yeah.
0: my, that was my guy <laughs> that's right hang (laughs) Half. oh that's awesome I love that okay what's another one give me another one that was so cool all
1: right so um so another question that we asked yesterday was talk about your accomplishments without being overly braggy
0: Mm
1: -hmm. right which is hard you know it's it's difficult sometimes to to talk about I mean, some people do not have difficulty talking about themselves in that way. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> some people. Huh? That's yeah. why we like we liked to add that without being overly braggy part. So yeah. yeah. Um so people are able to talk about, you know, where they went to school, like maybe they like I was a a buff in undergrad and a pilgrim in, in graduate school, like something to kind of show where you've been and um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's just a lot of different ways that you can kind of drop things into a conversation that mm-hmm. allow the listeners to have a peek. But as a podcast host, you're certainly not going to say, how old are you? Right. And, yeah, right. And how much money do you make? So, yeah. I mean, you could, but that'd be yeah. be aggressive. And um, a lot of people kind of close down when questions like that are asked. But And then it's like your humble beginnings. What was that pivotal moment that kind of changed the direction of, of your career, your life? Where are you today and where are you going? What's your vision? So that's kind of how we break that down. That's what we worked on yesterday. Okay. But another tip that I think is really important when specifically to podcasts is that this content is evergreen. And so when you're being interviewed and you're trying to reference something or a time, let's say, like, hey, we're launching this product next week. What's next week? When people are listening to this
0: podcast, they could be listening to it a year from now. Right. Yeah. For sure. And that's that's one thing is like, you know, this probably won't air until another two weeks from now or a week from now or, you know, so I try to get people to not necessarily mention dates, but maybe time frames or, you know, in the spring we're going to be doing this or, you know, in the fall we'll be doing this kind of thing. And you're right. Cause kind of the specific dates and times don't help when somebody's listening to it, you know, a year from now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Evergreen
1: like, content. Yep. Yeah. Like Q1 of 2021, something like that. That's like gives
0: a point of reference without giving exact time. For sure. So um, as people go through this process with you, how long does it normally take or how long do you work with them? And, you know, kind of just break it down for me. Like if somebody were to sign up with you, what kind of things can they expect? What, What do they do?
1: Yeah. So we, our podcast campaigns are six months and we are looking to book our clients on three podcast interviews per month and and that 6 months is a is a nice time frame it helps us gain some traction really to kind of develop their story mm-hmm. and also gives them a taste of of the interview process i mean sometimes our clients have been on a dozen podcasts already, sometimes this is their first rodeo. Mm
0: -hmm. So
1: allowing that time. So by the end of that six weeks, you're looking at 18 different interviews, which is, which is pretty powerful. And then figuring out then, okay, so you've been on 18 interviews, give that, give those interviews some legs, some additional miles. Mm -hmm. Like let's, let's get that out in the world. Let's share that on social. Let's share it on your blog. How are the other What are the other ways that we can kind of leverage those interviews? So that's something that we help with too. We have a content studio that we take those interviews and we break it up into probably about 10 different content assets that they can use to repurpose the interview.
0: Yeah, that's definitely one thing that we end up doing is we will replay or re you know, repost podcasts that we've done previously and then just take little quotes and snippets from it and use that for social media content. And it, te- it tends to do quite well. And of course the, the people who we interview, of course, love it and they can share it, but it does seem to make a difference because then more people will listen to it, you know, if you can continue to share it out there and, you know, like you said, make it have legs so it can continue on and other other forms too. Aside from just podcasts, but quotable moments those are those are great for social media. And you know, if you can have a short, sweet quote in in captions or on a graphic, you know, for Instagram, for example, definitely have seen some pretty good impact with that, for sure. Yeah, no, it's 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 absolutely a, a must after you go on
1: some interviews. So, but you, and you know how difficult it is, just in terms of timing and scheduling. So we really handle everything for our clients. So we're Mm -hmm. conducting the outreach, we handle the scheduling of the interview. The only thing that they have to do is show up and then we track everything afterwards and send follow-up messages to the hosts and thank you cards, you know,
0: kind of doing all of that, that that additional legwork. Oh, that's great. So what do you think uh, in the future, what do you think Trends are going to emerge or maybe some emerging trends that are happening with podcasts. And, you know, I mean, we saw the pandemic and it went on, you know, a huge rise. But what does the future hold for podcasters and and people who want to be on a podcast? How about that?
1: Well, I think the future is pretty bright. I I think we've... So here are some recent stats that I have. So there are 2.6 million podcasts, which is... A lot. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> and now I do think that there was a huge spike during mm-hmm. the time of our, like our lockdown mm-hmm. and people were trying to, you know, everyone was doing their own house projects and yep. doing their own
0: hair color, cutting their hair,
1: <laughs> right. and Also, starting a podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah. I cut bangs and I'll never do that again. Now I have to like... <laughs> Why was I, I thinking? <laughs> yes. I was like, what was I thinking? Why did I do that? It's <laughs> so much you to me. You didn't know if yeah. you were ever
1: going to come out of your home again. So, <laughs> it, you know, yeah. that's the state of mind we were in. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that a lot of those will end up, it, it's it's time consuming. So to be able to keep up with the content in a in a thoughtful manner is challenging. Mm-hmm. So I think that that will, we'll see a lot of those kind of fall off of of streaming platforms. I think that big brands are already definitely in the podcast game, and I think that they will continue to do so. I think that some of the more um, television-esque type podcasts They're having big brands sponsoring seasons, which I think is going to be a trend that continues. We uh, read a report today that said that they're anticipating by 2023 that $2 billion will be spent on podcast advertising, which is a pretty gigantic number. So I think that that will continue to increase. And I think people are just getting more savvy. Yeah. Well, yeah. the podcasters and the listeners, they want, they want good content.
0: Yep. I know. And and I finally felt like once we had enough traction, enough people watching and listening or listening, I should say, I mean, they can watch on YouTube, but not with our cameras, but just the audio anyway. Um, then I was like, okay, now we're getting to a point where we can have sponsors and endorsements and people would feel good about it because they get enough audience to get their name in front of them. And so, yeah, it's been kind of an interesting thing to price it out and see how it works and how other people are doing it and how much they're paying and how many, you know, (laughs) how many mentions you want to do and and all those types of things. But it's, you know, slowly emerging. And of course, we have our affiliate links that we work with, too. So you kind of find other ways to monetize the podcast, but at the same time, you still want to keep it authentic and and genuine. And, you know, but but a lot of people are going that route where, you know, this portion of the prod podcast is brought to you by you know xyz company and there's those opportunities and i think that um you know for us too it's another way for us to generate revenue that would you know otherwise not be available to us you know and and so as an agency ourselves it's like how can we find you know fun unique different ways to bring in a stream of revenue that's not necessarily based on billable time or you know (laughs) so there's definitely opportunity for for podcasts to to be monetized too Okay, so you mentioned some trends that you think you, you see. What are some What are some marketing tactics that you have taken to promote your business in you know helping people get on podcasts and booking podcasts? So we've done a lot in, internally as
1: as those who love audio. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll just have conversations. Like we'll pick a topic, and a couple of us will pair up, or maybe there'll be three of us, and we'll just riff. yeah. And then we have the, the audio clip and then we transcribe it, turn it into a blog, share it on our social media. We love giving tips so we've given like equipment tips, way to repurpose content tips, mm-hmm. kind of the ROI of podcasting
0: because we mm-hmm. get that question all the time. Yep. Why, what's it worth? Why am I putting any time into this? What's what's it going to get out of it? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. And it's a
1: really hard metric. Mm -hmm. it's not like it's not like a digital ad it's just it's so different so you know we that's some of the the materials that we're creating uh we are also going on podcasts
0: because that is what we do well i was gonna say aside from the obvious what else do you do right yeah (laughs) yeah yeah
1: (laughs) yeah so and you know we actually work with a lot of podcast hosts and be part of our business it's it's both sides like Mm -hmm. yes we're trying to get clients but we're also trying to help podcasters so Mm -hmm. that we have to be kind of their best friends right so what we've done is we've built out an affiliate program where they can become a, a kitcaster affiliate so you know providing them a unique link providing them unique copy whatever it is that they might need to be successful i mean they're interviewing people all the time if they find come across somebody who was a really great interview then passing along that information to potentially become a client so that that's been a really that's been fun and we give yeah a ton of gifts like we love we just like the element of surprise so and I just feel like gifts and handwritten notes it's just not done enough
0: yeah I can agree to that I mean I was just on another presentation and I call it the five r's ratings rankings reviews recommendations and then rewards right giving people thumbs up on the rewards if you were to count the five r's right and all of those things really don't cost a thing right? Mm -hmm. To give a rating or review or ranking or, you know, and and then to reward people. Of course, maybe it costs you the the stamp that you're going to use to send them a note, or maybe you want to send them a coffee card, but you don't, I mean, it doesn't even need to be that. It's just a handwritten thank you. And and it just costs you, you know, a little bit of time and whatever stamps cost now these days, I have no idea. They keep going up. So (laughs) whatever they are, but uh, speaking of evergreen, um, it's, you know, whatever the cost of a stamp is, but... (laughs) Next time this airs, it'll probably go up again, you know. <laughs> but yeah, so I think that it's definitely it's so beneficial to be able to connect with people in that way and it's authentic and genuine and people right, like you said, the element of surprise. That's always a, a fun way to get in touch with people for sure, for sure. Yeah, we actually
1: have this really cool banter going on with a with a podcast that we work with a lot. and we sent a box, a gift and they sent us a gift back in our box and then we sent them another one so now we've got this whole back and forth and it's so fun like every time we get because our boxes are very designed so like we're like why did we get sent our box that's so weird at first we were like oh it got returned the wrong address it's like no this is this was the box that we sent to the podcast and this it came back with other fun gifts. So it's been, it's been a fun little back and forth
0: banter. Oh, that does seem good goes around what goes around comes around. It's a good story to tell. I mean, it's a great story to tell. (laughs) Okay. So what are some, some resources that, you know, you tap into that you could share that others should know about that, that uh, you feel like would be important for people listening to this podcast today that you have to listen to this, or you have to go to this, this page or this blog or whatever it is. What is, what are those resources? So we
1: use just internally as a team. We use Listen Notes. I'm not sure if you've ever.
0: Yeah, we we were yeah. like ranked top 10 percent most popular podcasts in the world or something like that. It was Congratulations! Cool. Yeah. That's top 10 percent in 2.6
1: million podcasts. <laughs> pretty that's
0: pretty cool. great. Yeah. yeah,
1: that's so cool.
0: So that's my yes. experience with Listen Notes. So tell me more because I haven't really looked into it. All I all I know is that's cool that we got ranked really nicely. But yeah, ch- share a little bit more about Listen Notes.
1: Well, first of all, that's a really big deal. There are there are a ton of podcasts, yeah. it, and it's it's really it's rare to be ranked up in that that top ten percent. So oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. So we Listen Notes is is a great resource. I think for finding podcasts. So if you're someone who wants to go on podcasts and doesn't want to pay somebody else to do it, it's a it's a great place to you know type in your key search terms what audiences are you trying to to connect with where can you share your expertise and it will just populate a huge list of podcasts that you didn't even know existed you would be amazed at so many niche podcasts out there that Mm -hmm. um, speak your language perfectly And then also there's a, there's a subscription that you pay to get like the, to get the contact info and all that good stuff, but it's, it's pretty minimal. Mm -hmm. I want to say it's like maybe $15 a month or something. So that's a great resource. Um, You know, we also, there are lots of, we've used Podchaser before, which is another service that you can find information. It's 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 definitely pricier, but, it's, but it also can kind of help you kind of sleuth out. Even if you just want to listen to, if you have a, a passion for something, you can search out some podcasts and, and lists and whatnot. So those are a few things that I can kind of point yeah. to in terms yeah. of references.
0: For sure. For sure. We talk about the three points of people, the DIYers who, you know, maybe they're just not at a point where they can afford, you know, services just yet the done with you and the done for you, right? The done with you, yeah. maybe they are still kind of, you know, a little bit on the DIY side, but they still need some help. And so they're done with you's and then the done for you is like, you just do everything for them. <laughs> and then they're yes. willing to pay it. They, they've they been there, they've done that, they know the the value of what you serve and offer and they're just, you know, ready to go full speed ahead, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yep. And, I, yep. and I'll get questions sometimes from people that are like, well, why couldn't I just do this myself? And I'm like, you absolutely could. You can 100% do this yourself. Uh It just takes a lot of time.
0: Yep. Yep, and then understanding all the connections and contacts and hosts that are out there. I mean, yeah, if somebody was to do it on their own, it does take some time and I agree they could, but it's also time is money, right? And if they're spending time learning how to do it when somebody else can already do it, who already has all the connections and and expertise in it, then yeah, sometimes it's well worth the value of, uh, you know, trading trading your time for the dollars that you otherwise could, could spend so that you don't have to. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. And you
1: know even some of the email addresses like to reach out are just general email it's attached to the podcast and that maybe doesn't get read or maybe it gets read by an intern it doesn't get to the person necessarily that you need to be connecting with. So that's, you know, I think a lot of people get discouraged. They're like, well, I sent an email, but it probably just yeah. doesn't even end up
0: in the inbox of the person who actually matters. Oh and do you know how many emails I get a day? You know, I mean, like, I'm sure I mean, somebody I sent me an email, but <laughs> I mean, I think I probably get as many, well, didn't you get my email questions as I do emails, you know? <laughs> and I always say like, that, that's so, I, that
1: email is probably the worst email to receive. You're like, yes, I did likely get your email and it maybe just didn't stand out to me
0: right yeah uh it got buried in my inbox along with a hundred million other emails (laughs) it's so true email is the bane of my existence i can't wait for it to like you know but but now we've got like 15 other ways to get a hold of people right facebook direct message instagram you know all of these other whatsapp tiktok all the things right (laughs) it's endless yes are you on tiktok Um, well, my 13 year old son showed me how to use it and we've got, I've had it, I've had an account. I use it every once in a while just to maybe mostly just to check in on him and (laughs) he's got, he's got a hot wheels. So he's really into hot wheels and he'll like, he, I mean like to the point where he will go hot wheel hunting and find like all of the, you know, the, the ones that are special and all this. And he, he posts them and he does this. And he's, he's got more followers than anybody else I know. Like it's, it's insane. So Hot Wheels are apparently so, a big deal. That is really awesome. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so I do, I have, I have a TikTok account. It doesn't necessarily mean, you know what it is? I'm 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 on it. And I like, after an hour goes by, I'm like, what did I just do? What did I do with all my time? I can't believe I was there, you know? <laughs> I know, I know.
1: I'm like a lawyer. I'm just yeah. like
0: looking at everything. <laughs> yep. Yep. And then songs will get stuck in my head because of the songs that they're playing. Anyway. So, yeah, I mean, it's fun. It's it's super fun. And and for whatever reason, TikTok has done a really good job of being able to show you content it thinks you need to see. And so that's why you just spend more time on it, because you're like, now I have to watch this. Now I have to watch this, you know? So anyway. But uh, OK, so what, what advice would you give somebody that wants to get into your, your type of, your type of work or like your career that's similar to yours. Um, a lot of students will also listen to my, I'm a teacher, i mean a professor. And, and so my students listen to this as well, but what, what advice would you give to, to somebody who's kind of, you know, at the, the, the beginning of their career um, and if they're interested in, in your line of work, what would you tell them? Well, I think that communications, PR—that's kind of what we look for in
1: our in our business and bringing team members on. We've grown significantly uh, in the last two years, and we're I think we're at about twenty employees now, and all coming from journalism, communications, PR. But in terms of a PR career it's kind of a great like dip your toe in the water sort of transition where you get it's not like the full scope of what you would do in a PR campaign but it's just a piece of it so you get to kind of really hone your skill set so you know there are there's us and there are firms like us out there so um, I think it's a really unique place uh, especially if, if PR is the path that you that you're headed and ultimately want to land at it at a big agency it, i think that it's a nice kind of stepping stone into into that world
0: absolutely okay so what's uh let's what's a question if you could step into my shoes for a minute and you're in this world podcast world what would you have asked yourself that i didn't ask yet
1: Ooh, i like that question <laughs> Um, okay, so this is a question that I actually asked during the workshop yesterday because I stumbled upon it the other day and I thought it was really interesting. And it was, what is your worst characteristic, (gasps) but one that has served you well in your career?
0: Oh, okay. So So what is your worst characteristic (laughs) that has served you well in your career? (laughs) I love it
1: yes so i am very competitive super competitive uh, (laughs) and it it, in times of my life has been detrimental but i think where i am today i have actually learned to have a healthy relationship with it and also it's it really has propelled me to to do what i what i the the path that i've taken i'm always challenging myself and constantly competing against myself instead of others which is a great place to be but always like kind of striving to be just a little bit better
0: yeah well there you go I like that you, you answered you came up with a great question and answered it well right. <laughs> it could be competitive I can only imagine yeah how that could uh, absolutely serve you well <laughs> yeah but it also is terrible
1: yeah and that too like you know, throwing board games when you're little.
0: I mean, things that. Because, <laughs> just... yeah, you want to win. <laughs> Winning is good. <laughs> okay. So if you had, let's say, an unlimited budget, wouldn't that be lovely? Pretend that you yes. have an unlimited marketing budget and you could spend the money however you chose you know, no, no obstacles in the way, nobody telling you, no, you've got like, you know, uh, at your fingertips, all of the resources, all the things that you could ever want. How would you spend your money in marketing? What would you do? What would be, I mean, I think podcasting would be one, but what would you do? What would be like the way you would go about spending it and how much and what you would do to spend?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's a fantastic question. I think that I would probably engage some influencers, but not, but maybe some more like business focus, maybe whip some women in technology, like thinking about just different ways of
0: mm-hmm. just a different lens on influencers. I like that. Yeah. I know we don't need to have the dancers of TikTok. Uh, we can have, you know. <laughs> Maybe the people who are, yeah, they have some thought or you know, <laughs> thought leadership, I love it. <laughs> all right. Well, Brandy, can you share how people can connect with you? And if you have anything that uh, you'd like to share with our audience today, um please, please do. yeah, so
1: you can connect with me directly over email. i'm I'm here to answer any questions. Uh, it's it I love giving back to. To anyone so uh brandy b-r-a-n-d-y at kickcaster k-i-t-c-e-c-a-s-t-e-r and then our website as well kickcaster.com you can check us out and um go from there
0: Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. To get in on one of your workshops, I think would be phenomenal. So thank you for sharing your marketing journey with us and lots of lots of great tips and things that we can think about as we go through the podcasting journey as well. So thank you very much. Any final thoughts or anything else that you'd like to share? No, I don't believe so. Thank you so much, Ray. This is great. And congratulations again. (laughs) That's cool. Well, you validated what that really meant, the the being, you know, named a top 10% popular podcast. So thank you for that too. All right. And so for those of you listening, the best thing that you could ever do for Brandy and I is to share this podcast, give us a review, all the things that we talked about, our rankings, rating, reviews, and rewards, right? Um, and, and hopefully this will give you something you can think about and how you can help build your brand and your bottom line. And until next time, enjoy the journey. Thanks, Brandy. Thank you.
1: Thanks for listening to the Marketing Expedition Podcast. Find more online at Peppershock.com. Wouldn't it be great if there was one place you can go to get all the latest information and tips about marketing and advertising? The Marketing Expedition community is that place.